Hello and welcome to Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution. In this podcast, you will discover how to co-create success in your business by aligning mind, body, and soul. Each week, you will hear unconventional ways to build your business multidimensionally by mixing the woo and the do. Their traditional approach hasn't resonated with you because it is not meant for you. You have simply evolved past it. The energy is shifting. The old tools are not working anymore. So let's ride the wave into the new world together. With your host, Judith Junke, Ascension Coach and Business Mentor, and Jenna Nixa, the Authentic Sales Coach and Multidimensional Business Mentor. Let's apply what you already know to be true intuitively and then massively up-level your business to live your purpose on purpose. Hello and welcome everyone to this beautiful episode four of our podcast, Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution with the R and E for evolution. Today, we're <laughs> going to be introducing Jana, and maybe you have listened into the last episode where I'm Judith. I shared a little bit more about my story and how I got to where I am today as the entrepreneur, but also as the human being and the woman that I am. And I'm super curious to be diving in today into Jana's story and hearing a little bit more about what got her to become the version of her that she is today in this amazing entrepreneur that she also is. So hi, Jana. You want to say hello before I open up into your introduction? Yes. Hello. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is going to be, <laughs> hopefully I don't cry. That's all. <laughs> no, but I think that's I okay too. <laughs> yeah, I cried last time almost. So <laughs> I think we're going to be good. And maybe you guys have uh, related to that in a way. So who is this podcast for real quickly? It is for all of you guys out there who are light leaders, who feel you want to do business differently. Maybe you are a coach or a healer, or you just feel that pioneer drive, that visionary drive in you that you know deep down at your soul, you want to change something in the world. Maybe you've heard the term new earth, but definitely you feel like where you are right now or how things are done in the world and especially in how we do business It's just not going to work anymore and there's got to be a different way. And this is what we're here for. We'll share all about that. We're all about how you execute and the doing of it. Jenna always says the woo and the do. So we're definitely <laughs> going to all into quantum space and energetics and personal evolution and the revolution of how we do things. But we'll always bring it back to the business end in marketing and sales and hopefully give you the best inspiration on your own journey on finding your way of expressing your purpose, of growing your business and creating the success in your life and in your business that you want. And having said this, I'm, I want to head over to Jana. I'm so, so curious. So <laughs> opening question, if you want to expand on that a little bit. What was the thing that most impacted you so that you can be the version of you that you are right now? to where you have come so far. Oh my gosh, you already made tears like well up. Okay, um, <laughs> this will be good. Well, I guess I need to back up a little way back into my childhood. Um, you know, my parents really struggled. Money was always an issue. Um, that was... Okay, sorry. Oh, I cut this for a moment. I will need to because it, it dropped in and out for a split second. I'm not sure if you saw that. No. Okay, let's just, can you just start that one sentence again? I'll, I'll start the whole part over, but I will say you might see me fade in and out, but the reason we're doing it locally is when we go back and watch it, like sometimes you get a little blurry too, but oh, the okay. recording should 
be normal. That's sort of the whole reason why we're doing it this way. That is at least how they advertise it. So when we go back and watch, which I think we should start doing a little bit of to make sure the audio is like working and I'm not 3000 times louder. But um, anyway, so okay, but you were just gone completely. That's why I kind of. Oh, uh, gone. OK, so that that shouldn't happen. But the, the blurriness now that you're okay. may happen for me. All right. It doesn't usually happen on the recording end, I don't think, but I, it should record fine. Yeah, it looks nice. OK, so, so with that. OK. So I guess in order to really go into all of this, I want to back up and just start at the beginning. And that really has a lot to do with my childhood, like we always do, right? And my parents always struggled for money. Um, My parents separated and got a divorce when I was young, and it was all about money. (laughs) I'm sure there's others out there that can relate to a lot of the stories around like money doesn't go on trees. And what do you think I am made of money? You know, and those are a lot of the things now the come full circle that I get to work with my clients on. Right. And, um, and so anyway, that really set the tone for my life. My number one goal was I am not going to struggle like my parents did. And so when they said, all you got to do, Jana, is just work really hard in school and go to a good college and get a good job. And, and then you'll be secure and you'll be financially happy. Get the husband and the kids, you know, all of the things, checking all the boxes And so that's exactly what I did. I checked all the boxes and I woke up one day about 10 years ago and I was really unhappy. I was drinking way too much. I was totally drowning and numbing out how I really felt. And I had just had my second baby and thought, okay, well now I should finally feel right. It should all be complete. Right. You know, I needed more than one because I was an only child. So it's still there was that striving until I had my second child. And then it all came crashing down. And I had the successful career. I was a top performing sales executive. Um, And all of a sudden, the carpet was just pulled out from under me. And because, like so many of us light workers, it's like we go through all the traditional stuff. It was both my mountaintop and my rock bottom at the same time. And so I began this journey. I quit drinking. I was always working out, but, you know, really just started to do more of the self-care piece. And I started meditating and I started going within because I realized I did all the things that they told me to do. And, you know, I did, thank God, I didn't have that financial struggle that I had to watch growing up. But I had an entirely different issue on my hands. I was so lost. You know, it's great when you get what you think you want. But then when you get it, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, what now? And so it was, that was when I turned within and I started meditating. And my husband and I joked about it at the time because I spent about two years on my meditation pillow, not literally, (laughs) but I just sat there, no, Um, but And he would just say, so what is it you want to do? Because he just was not even, he couldn't understand at all at the time. I was like, I don't know. I just know I'm supposed to help people. And so I sat there for a while. And then I I went through, like so many of us do, like, okay, well, the first certification I want to get is a meditation coach because that has changed everything for me. You know, how I relate with my thoughts, how I relate with my relationships, who I am, And my joy and all of that began to just come online. 
through meditation. And just for anybody out there, there's not a lot of us meditation coaches for whatever reason, but that doesn't mean we just teach people to meditate (laughs) or guide meditations. We can, but it's really more about helping people with that deeper work. So like you mentioned last week, Judith, the inner child work, you know, going back to those moments and parenting and loving your inner child and taking people into those deep, deep places in their subconscious. And so that was where I started my journey. I was still working full time. Um, And then I just played, you know, I did NLP, I did hypnosis. um, I got into this limiting belief clearing um, program that I did and certified with Ho'oponopono. Like I just was playing because I, I didn't that. know. I love, love Ho'oponopono. It's I do too. Beautiful. It's so magical. We may have to do a whole episode on that. <laughs> um, so, you know, I even, I trained with Dr. Hugh Lynn, by the way. Mm, so did. good. I know. Yeah, we have to talk about that. And, um, and so, and then I did the success principles with Jack Canfield because what I loved about what he did was he brought the two worlds together. You know, he's very much for anybody that knows him or knows of him, he's like a little hippie. Like he's woo, woo, woo. <laughs> but he's hidden, you know, in these, like in that businessy sort of persona. But he's incredible about bringing these these two worlds together. And so that was sort of my first introduction into that. And so all along, still working full time. But, you know, luckily, um, you know, just to touch on the sales piece, you know, I was doing it and I always did it my way. Like once I gave myself permission to do it that way, and I was able to be a mom, certify in all these programs and do my day job. And it's because I wasn't doing it the way they told me to. It's because I stepped into my own power and my sales process. And it would blow my mind when some of my partners and stuff would call. And I'd be like, it's four o'clock. Why are you still out in the field? I was done three hours ago. So anyway, Luckily, I loved my job at that point because it did afford me the opportunity to have that extra time. And that's what happens when you do step into more of this quantum space. You know, um, I could get done so much more and with far better results than me just running and trucking along and trying to do all the things and check all the boxes. But that's more for another day. But anyway, that's that's what gave me the opportunity to do all of these things. And then about three years ago, I hired my first coach and I was very much in a dilemma like you. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, everybody says do your genius zone in that sales coaching. And I know that I do it in a different way and it's just more softer and feminine and far more effective than what's the traditional model. But I said, but I also really love all of this inner work and human potential and, you know, really um, helping people step into all that they are, wake up to all that they are. And uh, she told me, which was at the time like mind blowing, but now it's one of those duh moments. She's like, why don't you do both? And I was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) And so that's, that's really how this all came together for me. But it really wasn't without that struggle. And especially early on, like hitting that rock bottom really just taught me so much about who I am and stepping into my power. But unfortunately, Judith, I had to relearn that lesson again when I became mm-hmm. a coach. Because as soon as I got back in there, 
I was like, okay, well, this person's going to help me save my business. This person has all the answers, this person. And so I'm buying these programs and coming into these worlds and they're like, well, you need to use fake scarcity and, and don't forget to like, you know, do your offer stack and, you know, say, say it's worth a billion dollars and you're going to give it to them for four ninety nine, And, you know, and I'm just like, oh, oh no, you know, and it was really unfortunate because I expected that in the corporate world. I expected people to be misleading, manipulative, sleazy. I watched plenty of the guys on my team do whatever it takes to get what they wanted, right? Lie, cheat, steal, whatever. Maybe not steal, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, um, and so it was really heartbreaking for me because I knew so much about the energetic world and the quantum and your beliefs and your subconscious and in, in operating from the heart. And that's where I thought I was going to go with my business. But then all of these coaches are telling me, no, 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 no. It's all skill. It's all tactics. It's all strategy. Just keep a positive mindset and do all these I'm curious. Things. One question in between, because I'm really curious. What was your first, like the positioning, the first niche that you picked or the first name that you gave yourself when you started out online as a coach? Like, how I, wanted to be a I, I wanted to be a transformation coach, but I... I, I landed on the authentic sales coach pretty quick only because of okay. my background, you know, and it's just yeah. recently that I've also added to that the um, multidimensional business mentor as well. Which I so love, which I so <laughs> love. <laughs> yeah, but I've been called and I will share that too. You know, I've been called into this expansion for a while, but I just wasn't sure how to go about it. It was like, you know, am I worthy? All of the things come back up, right? Like the sales, I have decades of experience of doing it this way, right? Um, but I don't have decades of experience um, building my business in this way. But, um, you know, those are all things we have to work through on our journey. But the first lesson I had to learn over here was, hey, guess what? Remember that lesson you had to learn back in the sales world 20 years ago? about you got to learn to do it your way, it's coming back around. And for anybody that knows about healing and how we evolve, it's not like this. It's it's like this, you know, and it's a, it's an up. So things come spiral. back around. It's a spiral. Hopefully they all can see. But um, yeah, for those of listening, thank you. And so it's it's not this linear progression. And so I really had to dig back in because it, maybe you can relate with this too. Working with energy, knowing how my higher self inspires and the download, that became second nature with my family and my personal life. Like I was able to do okay, I get it. Okay. Got it. I can make none attached to the new Bronco that I want or, you know, whatever it is. Like that part was okay. You know, even manifesting the house that we have now, that was just... Oh, but when it came to business, it was this big struggle between, okay, well, I know it's the being, you know, everything comes from the being to the do, but how do I do that? Like, I got to build the funnel and I got to get the email list and how do I get people, you know? And so there's just this constant dance that would go on. And so it took a You're while. Curious. One question on that, because I love that. And it might be resonating for many people that you have I don't know, out of like, say, five areas in your life and you find for three what you do works, but there's one or two other areas where 
you don't yeah. really get why what is working over there is not working over here. So yeah. what was your key learning to understand, oh, okay, for family, for house, for, you know, all of these things, it kind of works. I figured it out. Yeah. But apparently here's another area where I have not figured it out. So what was your biggest learning and oh, why it worked in one area question. but not in the other? Um, you know what I think it was, was really, even though I did sales all that time my way, even though I really was authentically me and led with my heart and all those things, at the end of the day, my ego was still driving that train. Like if I needed to go somewhere and get something done, like I knew how to do it because I'm a generator. I'm a Capricorn. It's how I'm made. I'm a doer. I call myself a recovering doer. <laughs> and so anyway, um, I had to really let that go in my business because I didn't know how else to do it. You know, it was like the business is building a business, which by fundamental definition means you are doing something. And so I really had to do a lot of work on when my ego was taking over. And, you know, we're going to talk about this next week, right? Like when thoughts come in and how to like navigate this, do the actual work, but not from a place of fear and lack and not enoughness but from a place of inspiration and love and abundance and you're just overflowing and you have to share, right? And so that was what it really was for me was finally taking, and of course my ego is there. It just doesn't get to drive anymore. Like it just doesn't get to be the motivator. And all of those years before it really was. I mean, that, which is an interesting paradox in itself, Judith, because what, that was the drive that came to me from my childhood. Like succeed, 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 succeed. And even though that's good and that's celebrated in the traditional world and truly led to so much of my performance in the sales world, um, you know, it, it really doesn't lend itself so much anymore in this new energy. And it certainly doesn't lend itself when building a business because it's so close to home and it's so personal that you can't separate yourself from it. So until you can change that relationship with your ego and ease in to you and let it be more of that surrender and trust through the process, um, you know, something that I, I really learned was a lot of my practices is, is, is connecting and bringing in my, um, my future self or even my higher self. But that part of me that's already done what needs to be done, like has got the business and whatever it is that I consider my next mountaintop, right? Oh, I'm curious. Another question on what you just said. <laughs> um, that is, I'm, I'm curious if you were able to do that from the beginning. I mean, obviously you train a little bit, you know, we start practicing, but it's, you know, that is something where I really excuse my French on this, but it fucked me up because I heard that, you know, you just got to connect to your higher self. You just got to see the vision and then keep the connection. I couldn't see nothing. Right. So how was oh, I'm so glad because this is that. something we want to explore on, on a whole episode on its own, but it's great to even dig into well, here. How was your experience in that? Because you said it was your pathway. Like, how was it for you? So it was a constant for a while. It was my soul was saying this thing and the outer world was saying that thing. And it was like not meshing right but you could access hearing your soul you could yeah access I could hear soul. and that's why when these coaches would tell me this I was like oh okay you know not out of fear but out of misalignment 
And so what, but, but I also knew that you can't just sit on your meditation pillow all day, right? Because I am a natural doer. So there was that other piece of me that was like, you got to do something. And so what do you I have really- for somebody? Because that I find very fascinating. And I love that you say, okay, you were able to connect to your soul straight and mm-hmm. like, you know, to that higher self. It took me years to get there. <laughs> well, I meditated, you know, all lot for so long anyway, right? But when it came to business building, it really threw me back in that fear loop. So I still had that connection, but everybody in the outer world was telling me this is how, well, I just hit this is how it's done. This is how it's done. And it was like a disconnect, you know, which so is why I feel say, so passionate about you what say we're that about. maybe it was unconscious in the process itself, but looking back that the time you spend on your meditation pillow, you know, month and maybe years, that years unintentionally and uh, intentionally prepared you and created that connection so that it was already a very strong connection on the soul and and that so that when you then enter the business world, you like just in vertical commas need to figure out the oh there's resistance oh I don't have alignment yeah which is another piece by itself but at least you got the connection and here that was solid by then is that like the win if you want on that pre-journey it was solid but it really it threw me for a loop too because I couldn't it was like which way is it which way which way but I also knew intuitively that I needed to walk through this first Mm -hmm. to help others do the same because I'm I've always believed if I'm going through this this freaking what is it called tug of war internally between what everybody says you should be doing and what I know my heart says is the right thing, then I know there's other people experiencing it. And so, and I also believe that there's a degree of, you got to kind of get the lay of the land and the rules before you can break the rules, you know? So I really, you, you do have to know these things. Like you do have to know how to write marketing copy. You know, it doesn't have to be scarcity and all this manipulation, but you have to know how to talk to your people, you know, and you, you really, you do have to learn how to have a sales conversation without throwing up, you know, like these are just things we do have to learn, but they don't have to be done through the, the should they can be done through, you know, that higher self coming through. So the way I like to position it is like, the doing comes through the being. And yeah, so when the sense. doing steps over the line, which it inevitably will, because we're all programmed. And when the doing steps into resistance and not enoughness and the doer, right, then we have to sort of reel it back in to the being. And so it's a little bit of a dance, right, between the two. And the more you do it, the more you know, and it almost sort of like equalizes over time. Um, but it's always, you know, still for me, like I have to catch myself. You know, one of my rules I implemented a few years ago is that moment I feel like I have to rush and get this thing done is the first is the moment I have to stop. Because that amazing. That I'm curious, not my question. Um, oh, no, uh, I wish I would have asked you more questions. I just wanted to hear you talk when you share, but go for it. Go for it. I'm an open book. So I, lo- I'm, I just get so inspired when I listen to you. So the next question that pops up in my mind <laughs> was like, <laughs> What was, if there is, um, that I'm curious about when you look back now, knowing what you know today and being the woman who you are today, what is one or two other things from 
you know, even the earlier life, whenever, if you go back like 25 years, 30 years, something that back then you would have never known contributed largely to either a skill that you have today or like an aha moment that you could reconnect back to something that is valuable for you today. Is there anything that comes up? Let me think. Um, there is a turning point that comes up, but somehow I intuitively knew in that moment that it was going to be before I knew what any of that was, um, if that even makes sense. And that was, I used to work at the CDC um, mm-hmm. in college and right out of college. And my mentor you told say me- for everyone who's non-American what that is? Oh, I'm sorry. The Center of Disease Control. It's a big, um, big deal here in America. And um, I have different thoughts on it today, but that's beside the point. <laughs> but <laughs> at the time, it was a big deal. And, um, and my mentor, I was getting ready to defend my thesis. Um, I was a double biology and chemistry major. So I loved the sciences. And so I did a thesis working with somebody at the CDC and I was flipping out, which is something I did a lot. Like in my teenage years, in my young adulthood, I didn't know how to manage. And she said to me, Jana, life is 10% what's handed to you and 90% how you react to it. And I I get teary. I think about it because that is the first time in my life I ever heard anything like that. Like I just thought you're a victim of your emotions and you are who you are and you're flawed and you're dramatic and you're selfish and you're all of these things, you know, you want what you want, whatever. And um it was such a powerful moment, but what makes it even more beautiful now, I've never thought about this, is I knew in that moment that that was a powerful moment. Like it wasn't, it, was. it really hit me. And, um, you know, it took some time, obviously. I was only, what, 22 at the time. And it came back around, um, you know, with the secret, actually, of all things, when that came out in like 2006 or 2008 that I really started diving back into self, you know, self-development. Um, you know, and this was long before I hit my wall, but I had started down that path, that journey. It's like always been calling me. And it just took me a minute to, to really go there. You know, I had to check all the boxes. Those were more <laughs> important. I was told those were the things, you know, but then when I did that and I, I couldn't, I couldn't deny it anymore. It was, it was inside. And what so, a powerful oh, moment. I knew I was gonna cry. I'm such a <laughs> crier, y'all. If you keep listening to this podcast, um, this will be the first, but it's definitely not the last. But oh, um I'm sure no. <laughs> so so anyway, just to kind of like tie this one up with bow, you know, what I do now is I really help people um wake up to all that they are in their business, you know, whether that's attracting clients, enrolling clients, building out their business but also helping them come home to all that they are in it and getting out of shouldville because, um, and their ego, you know, you, you don't just have the external world to contend with, you know, when it comes to these are the things you have to do. This is how you have to do it. I don't care if it compromises your integrity. So you got that on the outside, but then you got this ego, this fear-based subconscious programming also telling you, you know, you got to do all these things and you got to do, you know, the faster you move or whatever, you know, you're in control of it all and you're attached and and all of that. And so really helping them unwind both internally 
and externally, but then also bringing it all together and saying, okay, well, now you've done a little bit of that. So what does it look like for you? You know, and that's why I had to go through so much of walking through the doing and the being and the finding how to integrate the two. Because it is both yeah, the adversity of both sides, right? When you yeah, go, you very duality, duality, you know, and it took some time to really find the, the integration point. So I help my clients do that, which is, you know, why we're doing one of the reasons that the most important reason as to why I'm here is to just help people and let them know there's another way. If it doesn't resonate with you, it's because it's not meant for you. It's not because you're fearful or whatever they're going to tell you in the outside world. It is because you are a more evolved being, for lack of a better way of putting it. doesn't mean we're better or any of that kind of stuff. It just means we hold more light. We're more in our heart. And therefore, there is another way for us. And so with that, I will stop. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing. And while you were sharing this really powerful moment and I was listening to you now, I feel that what you describe, what you support people so beautifully with because of who you are and because of what you've experienced is actually, you know, we always teach our own process, but for you, what just came through was really finding, helping them find their center, helping them find where they have their feet on the ground, likewise, where they have their soul in the sky. Yeah. And where they don't flip anymore in the duality into one or the other extreme, thinking they need to control or suppress something. Yeah. That's yeah, so beautiful. I, that. it, it, I just get so tired. So many of my clients come to me and they feel like they've just been tossed around like a tumbleweed, you know? Yeah. So long. Because you felt like that for a yeah. little bit while. Yeah. It, it's And there didn't feel like I didn't know anybody that was, that was res like, there is another way, you know, I was like, is there, am I, is my soul wrong? <laughs> you know, cause I just didn't know. Cause the loud people that get the most attention in the industry, you know, the big gurus are all doing it that way. So it's hard to find my nose is running. It's hard to find <laughs> an ugly cry, but it's hard to find a different voice with all that noise. Yeah, and that is maybe, you know, why I, I sometimes reflect on that as well. And this may be a good part to close, but then also to lead into what we're going to be doing next episode. Uh, I feel always when we have this, as you say, there's a huge noise and that might be transferable to any other industry or situation, but something that is very loud and that tries to tell everyone like, okay, here, this is where we go. This is how it's done. That is also a very good opportunity to use that, to look at that. And find the reflection, like what does it tell you about yourself that you then can turn around and find the other end of it, mm -hmm. finding the light in the dark, which I, I always find that. a very inspiring perspective every time you see something where that apparently is huge and tries to dominate, at least it might seem like that. But when you take the observer perspective on that one and just have a look at it with curiosity and go like, huh, what is it? What is it reflecting back to me? And what is what is the other side in that? So there might be your solution, right? There might be the new perspective that you were looking for and how your mind is coming into that game then and the ego and might be coming in and saying, no, 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 you got to go back there. Yeah. <laughs> that is what we're going to be looking at in the next episode, you guys. So 
I hope you enjoyed Jana's story. Thank you for sharing so vulnerably mm. and to be so open. I bet this has been inspiring also for so many people. And then you guys tune in next time when we dive in all into the mind and the ego and different solutions, how you can tackle that if you also feel kind of stuck or in this thought carousel, not finding solutions to questions that come up again and again. It's normal and there's solutions. There is always... ways off that hamster wheel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As always, just comment or let us know. Send us an email, send us messages, what you think, if you've got questions, if you want any specific topic on the podcast, um, or if you just want to say something, you'll find all our links below here. If you want to follow us somewhere else and write a review, if you like this, if it inspires you, please write a review. That will always help to get out to more people and have more light leaders, more visionaries, coaches do business a different way because there is. Yes, absolutely. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And we have an amazing gift for you. We really want you to expand your mind and business and help you create the impact that you desire. You know how success is an inside job. If you really like this podcast, please download this episode and leave us an amazing review. If you screenshot your review and email it to awakenedentrepreneurrevolution at gmail.com, you will receive our most powerful bundle. Unlock your success with guided meditation and breath work. And thanks again for listening.